Federal News Network's team of journalists bring federal employees and contractors the latest news and information around programs, policies, and people. Download the Federal News Network app to listen live to shows like Ask the CIO with Jason Miller, The Federal Drive with Tom Temin, and more. Bringing you the latest on the technology, pay and benefits, and management issues that impact the federal community. The Federal News Network app brings breaking news alerts, in-depth digital reporting, and more right to you. Available on both Apple and Android. You're listening to Empowerment and All That podcast, your favorite podcast for women's empowerment, hosted by Rita Bautista. It's time to be reminded of the authority of your inner goddess and elevate the power within. Are you ready? Welcome back to season two of Empowerment and All That, your favorite podcast for women's empowerment. I'm your host, Rita Bautista, and I deliver motivational tips and inspirational stories from beautiful women all around the world. So for today's first episode to kick off the new season, we're talking about goal digging, strategies on goal setting for 2020. And I have a special guest today, Jessica Marie Gutierrez, who is a serial entrepreneur. When people hear the word goal setting, do you feel as though sometimes they're met with like an automatic roadblock? That question tends to boggle the mind. So the easiest way to get over that hump is to use exercises that will allow you to get clear on what your goals are. First, you must determine your life purpose. In other words, what were you put on this earth to do? Your purpose is the compass that's guiding you. So I'm going to use an example that will allow you to grasp the level of clarity that is needed. What I like to tell people is first list two of your personal unique qualities. Then list one to two ways that you enjoy expressing those qualities when interacting with others, such as, for example, for me, it's I love to support and inspire. So then you describe the perfect world as you see it and feel it. Everyone is living in financial freedom doing what they love. So then once you take all three of those statements and you put them together, you're able to see what your life purpose is. So for example, my purpose is to use my creativity and passion to inspire and support others in creating financial freedom so they can live life doing what they love so once you've decided why you are here you have to decide what you want to do be and have now this is interesting rita because most people do not get what they want because they have not decided what they want so the next step is to decide what do you want and just make sure you are not accidentally jotting down what you don't want because people have a tendency to do that for example i don't want a husband that is broke busted and disgusted that's what they (laughs) tend to say right absolutely i agree with that (laughs) but but instead you want to you want to shift your mindset on what you want and not on what you don't want so wouldn't it make more sense to say i want to find a husband that i vibe with one that loves to travel like me one that is successful and loves to build businesses, you know, you get the point. So once you clarify 
what you want, then you write down your vision. And this is going to be a detailed description of where you want to get to. Now, once you know your purpose, what you want, and have your vision, now you are ready to set your goals. See, mm. most people will tell you that a goal is something you strive for, but that's wrong. That's the vision. But when you ask a successful person what the definition of a goal is, they will tell you that it's something you want to achieve with a timeline. And the timeline is what makes it the goal. That's what makes it the goal. And so in other words, you and I both want to go to Cabo, but until we set the actual date, going to Cabo is just the dream, it's the vision. So that's, so that's why setting your goals can boggle your mind because you have to determine your purpose, what it is that you want, and then your vision before you can even get to the goal setting. But once you determine all those three things, then the goal setting is really easy. So with goal setting, you must convert your vision into specific measurable goals and objectives. Make your goals powerful. Don't say, I want to lose 10 pounds. Instead, be certain and state, I will weigh 135 pounds by 5 o'clock on June 30th. Be as specific as possible with all aspects of your goals. Vague goals produce vague results. This is why successful people have coaches for every area of their life because they, they know what they want with certainty. So they go find the coach that will help them get there faster than they could doing it on their own. That's why most wealthy people have personal trainers, financial coaches. They have personal coaches, every kind of coach you can think of because they want to arrive to the goal as fast as possible. You're absolutely right. The vision should be something to strive for. And the goals are something that you want to achieve with the timeline. He said they have it reversed. Have to have the goals that are going to get you to that vision. Otherwise, you know, you can always just say you're going to Cabo, but never get there because you never set the date and time to do it. Yeah. And there's another word that you use that's very powerful for people who believe in, um, well, at least for me, right? Like I personally believe in strong affirmations and um, manifestation. And the word right. I will is so extremely powerful versus, you know, saying, oh, you know, when this happens or like you're actually standing in the confirmation that this will happen. So even exactly. if that you know, even if you shoot high and you, you end up falling somewhere short, you still said that you were determined to get to that point and you will start again. I like to turn my goals into affirmation. If, you know, that's, that's mm -hmm. how I, I see it. Because when you turn your goals into affirmations, then it's easier for you to see yourself getting there as opposed yeah. to just being a dream, you know, mm -hmm. wishful thinking. Yeah. And then speaking about dreaming, right? So goal setting has a lot to do with dreaming. Just like most kids dream, they want to be doctors when they're little. How do you get adults unstuck? Like, let's say they're stuck in a rut and they're like, you know what? I, I got to get out of this thing, but I, you know, I don't really know how to dream that big. I don't really have a vision. I don't know. How do you get them to like start getting their gears moving? What I like to do is I like to make them make a list of different instances where they felt the most joyful and alive because it's in these moments that you begin to feel like a child and you can dream again. 
then it is all about asking yourself the right questions like what motivates you what do you love to do so much that you would do it for free and what is your why power in other words why do you need to accomplish this goal how will accomplishing this goal make your life better and are you willing to trade your life for the accomplishment of this goal once you have all these answers ask yourself what the common elements of these experiences are and now can you figure out a way to make a li living doing these things so once you start asking the right questions you can get everybody to start dreaming because everybody everybody dreams oh no absolutely you know it's interesting because i follow you on instagram right you have some amazing people that you've taken photos with some that i'm not fans of others that i'm like absolutely get it girl but i'm also a huge empowerment like supporter of women no matter what it doesn't matter like we are all on the same playing field we're amazing women but i'm like super spent i'm like look at this go i love all her like photos i'm really proud of you so obviously you've been a huge dreamer your whole life right yes yes my whole life what has been the biggest goal that you've achieved to this day? God, I have so many because I grew up broke, busted, and disgusted in the ghetto. As a matter of fact, it's it's pretty cool because they uh, the 49ers wrote an article on one of my classmates who happened to go to the same high school as me. And they just wrote this horrific thing about our neighborhood because it was that bad um it was really the hood and so it's almost like a place where you, you don't really believe that you're going to do great things but mm -hmm. uh, luckily you know i always had a dad that told me i could be anything that i you know set my mind to and i just always had this dream inside of me that i could be do and have anything that i wanted and, um, you know, I went through a lot growing up. I was emotionally and physically abused by my mother. I was on my own by the time I was 16. So I went through hell and back. So even though everything was spiraling downward for me, I kept saying there is purpose to my pain. I kept telling myself because there is purpose to my pain i have to change my life because i know that i was born to do great things so i started reading a ton of positive books by pastor joel Osteen. i started listening a lot to pastor paula white um, and then i moved from you know religion and just started reading books like by napoleon hill and uh just all kinds of authors and i just started just shifting my mindset into one of somebody that can have things. And so one of the things that my mother used to always tell me is that I was dumb and she used to compare me to my sister. I used to always make C's, you know, and B's and my sister always made straight A's. So she always made me feel less than. And I'll never forget that I ran a governor's campaign in the state of Texas and it was through that governor's campaign that I got to, uh, that I had the opportunity to rally the Hispanics for that governor. And even though he didn't win the primary, um, the percentage of people that voted for him were 87% Hispanic. So I knew that I did my job, but even then his team from Washington was making fun of me saying like, 
you don't even know what you're doing. You're in the beauty industry, blah, 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 blah. We're politics. We know this, blah, 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 blah. But at the end of the day, the results showed that 87% of the people that voted for him were the Hispanics that I gathered throughout Texas for him. So based on that, Harvard uh, in Cambridge called me and asked me to help them start their first Latino leadership initiative for the Kennedy Center. And so I did that. And it was through that that I was able to meet Supreme Court Justice Sotomayor. And it was through that that I was then able to meet with President Obama. So I think that is probably one of the most surreal chain of events that happened in my life, even after I was told that I would never amount to anything. Sounds like sometimes you have to leave some room for flexibility too, right? I mean, being so rigid on your goals wouldn't have allowed you to get to these amazing places. It sounds as though, you know, to the places that you've gotten to now. No, I think that being rigid on the goals is what allowed me to get there. I think that you do have to be, you know, like I said, I turn my goals into affirmations and I make sure they happen. It's really funny. If you just keep going and doing your goals, you'll see all the opportunities that begin opening up because you're so rigid on those goals. I agree 100%. I don't know if you've known this, but um, I got a chance to actually talk about this previous podcast episode right after the turn of the year. But we just launched Latina podcasters. And hopefully by the time this episode airs, Latina podcasters directory will be up and running. And this has been a goal of mine from the moment of inception of the group Latina podcasters that started probably in October. And what's interesting is this kind of just came out of nowhere, but you're right. I mean, now that we have goals set in place, now we have, we have a vision we're able to actually grow it. And it's growing at such an exponential rate that we don't, I feel like it's a train coming and it's just like hitting me right at a thousand miles an hour. <laughs> and I'm like, whoa, how do you stop this? But I absolutely agree with you. You're right. You, you do have to stay focused. And even when you think that the goal that you set doesn't make sense and you're just like, this isn't going to work. This doesn't make any sense. All of a sudden it's like the world opens 7,000 doors to tell you, yeah, it will. Exactly. Focused and consistent, you know, because it's, it's the little things that you do daily and the good habits that you practice daily that eventually will also open up doors. You know, a lot of times you don't think it's going to happen, but it's those things that you stay consistent in doing, you know, uh, it are the things that really begin opening doors and opportunities and things that you never dreamed or imagined. What are some recommendations or things that you do personally to stay on track with your goals, especially when you feel yourself kind of slacking off or slowly starting to kind of veer to the right or to the left? I just go back to my why power exercise. So why is it so important that I accomplish this goal? And if I accomplish it, what will I gain? And so your why should be so powerful that you are willing to trade your life for the accomplishment of the goal. Otherwise, we live in a world full of distractions, so you will always find something better to do. Again, I like to use affirmations, so I like to go back and reiterate my goals as affirmations, and I read my vision daily. 
That's something that Rachel Hollis trains people on so very much. Um, for those of you who've had a chance to go to her convention, I mean, it's insane, but it's one of those things that she says, like, you have to write it down every single day. You have to look at it every single day. And that's actually something I personally practice as well. I write down 10 things every single day, whether it's at the beginning of the day or at night. And I ensure that I am reading it out loud to myself, continuously talking about it over and over again. And as I've mentioned in previous episodes, I've now been writing, <laughs> I've been writing on my mirror so that I can see my goals right in front of my face every morning and my schedule so that way I don't miss anything. But I absolutely agree with you. You know, writing things down consistently is so important because it's almost like there's actually a psychological um, fact that's to do with actually taking pen to paper and writing stuff down and, and yeah, the, the process of it. Mm-hmm. Definitely seen it. I like, I, I'm like you, I used to have affirmations written down everywhere. Um, vision boards. I, you know, my room when I was single was an entire wall of my vision board, but instead of putting it on a, you know, cardboard, like most people do, I made frames and I framed everything that I wanted. Um, so it's just by seeing it, it's powerful to see it because when you wake up in the morning and you look at your vision board, because it's staring at you right there in your face, then it gives you a reason to keep going. And that's what you want to focus on is keep going, keep seeing yourself there. And that's what Mm -hmm. actually what Kobe Bryant used to say. Mm -hmm. He said, I am the best because I see myself as the best. Hmm. such a sad story and how that ended I mean it's sad that it ended that way but his legacy is just going to live on through so many people yeah and I mean his words are going to live on forever because he's such a powerful speaker and if you listen to so many of his different videos you know he'll definitely inspire and encourage you know millions of people because he he just he was so, that's one man that I can say was really driven and focused. And actually, if you read Shaq's book, he talks about how Kobe was always there practicing before everybody. He left after everybody. And he said he not only would practice with the ball, but Shaq would walk in on him and he was dribbling with an imaginary ball. So it's, it's using your mind. And using, you know, the physical, the tangible to create what it is that you want in life. Absolutely. You know, it's interesting. Um, Jim Carrey, I don't know if you've heard his story too. Oh, I Jim, have, yeah. Yeah, where he would act like he wrote himself a check five years in advance mm-hmm. for $10 million. And he never knew what, you know, he never knew how he was going to get that check. But then eventually, like five years later, manifest the $10 million check. And it was yeah. the exact amount and for the exact date that he had written his check to himself years before. Yeah, because so. when you stay focused on the why, the how will appear. Mm-hmm. So. Absolutely. It is, Absolutely. It's really amazing. I mean, it's so amazing, especially it's all in the emotion. You know, so, so many people live life and they're always, you know, frustrated and down and And so they keep manifesting situations that cause them to be frustrated and down. And so they're not accomplishing 
because they're stuck in that rut. And so you have to, you know, remind yourself and ask yourself daily, what do I feel like? Do you feel like I can't? What's wrong with me? This is too hard. I'll never change. I'll never make it. I'm too tired. Nobody loves me. Is that your thought system? Because those are the thoughts that begin programming your destiny. You may say, I don't say that to myself, but ask yourself, is how you feel throughout the day, the feelings and emotions of an abundant person, a healthy and energetic person, a worthy person? Do you blame, complain, and judge other people? Or are you aware of when you begin doing it and stop yourself? It's those unconscious things that create our personality, which in turn creates our personal reality. So if you decided what thoughts you want to put your attention behind, ask yourself, how would a great person think and feel throughout the day? How would an unlimited person feel today? And when you begin to do that, you begin unprogramming the record of your past and creating the path to your future. So the moment that you're in love with life and you are in love with yourself, you are mm -hmm. going to magnetize and equal. The moment you start feeling wholeness, healing begins. The moment you start feeling worthy and abundant, you are walking toward wealth. The moment you feel empowered, you are tuning into a new future and serendipities and synchronicities are going to happen all around you. It's all in how you feel. And that also helps with creating your goals. Preach, girl. Preach. <laughs> I am like, yes. Like, this is every single word you said, like, just made my body tingle. That's like everything that I have in mind for 2020, everything that I want my listeners to have in mind for 2020. I feel like everything you just said remanifested everything from like the Super Bowl halftime with Shakira and yeah. J-Lo and I'm like manifesting <laughs> my superpower Latina right now. Like it's amazing. Amen, and yes, like you just gave me all this energy and I hope everybody who's listening on the other side also felt the power in those words that she was saying, abundance and, and the strength that comes behind how you feel on the inside and how that manifests itself on the outside. So one of the things that I definitely um, practice now has been so, I mean, it was so hard and, and I, can, I can attest to like understanding what it's like to go through emotional abuse or trauma, but you're absolutely right. You are so in control of that. When you finally understand that inner, in, inner dialogue and that inner language, you really have the ability to turn that around. I have a cousin. I always talk about my cousins on that on the, on the podcast. There's a bunch of us, but look, I'm super proud of my family. I have a cousin who I remember. I'm going to give her a shout out. My cousin Leslie. She lives in New York. She's awesome. But when we were little kids, okay, for a child to understand how powerful that is, right? We like whenever we were sick or something, she'd mm -hmm. always be like, "Rita, it's in your head. It doesn't exist." And I'm like, "What are you talking about? You don't even." And now as an adult, I'm like, "Oh my gosh, how powerful is that?" For a child at that age to have been able to understand exactly what you're saying right now, you know, your, your inner dialogue and how that manifests itself. And she's just been able to accomplish some amazing things in her life so far. So, you know, it's all about mindset. All about mindset. It's all about realizing that nothing is real. The only thing is real is what you believe. And so if you can believe in yourself, 
and you can believe that and do great things. It's all, you know, if you aren't feeling good, if you feel horrible about yourself, how good is your vision and your, your goals going to be? They're not going to be that great, you know, because you just don't even think that much of yourself. You don't even think that you can. You have to start believing in yourself and believing in your I can power. Yeah, I can power. Oh, I love that. <laughs> Hashtag I can power. Yeah. <laughs> well, Jessica, I just have one last question for you. This has been such an awesome episode. I'm really glad that we finally were able to get together and, and give these people some just really great tidbits about goal setting for 2020. But if you were to walk outside tomorrow and someone told you that they had deposited $10 million in your bank account and you could do anything with them, how would you spend it? Oh, man, that's another one. Okay. So that's another <laughs> one. I, I wish I had short answers, guys, but I hope that through my long answers, you guys will all take something away from this. So. Remember that the amount of money you receive means nothing. Think about it. Most lottery winners and NBA players run through millions of dollars right away. So what matters is not how much money you get, but rather how much you keep and multiply. So the first thing I do if somebody told me I had $10 million in my account is I'd make a will and then I'd pay off, you know, always, always pay off your credit card and Third, make sure that you get term life insurance if you have a family to support. Next, fund your 401k to the maximum. Then fund your IRA to the maximum. Then if you want to buy a house, buy one but pay cash, you know, because you have $10 million. Right. Six months of expenses into a money market account. I would also invest in buying properties and either renting them out to tenants or Airbnb. Or you can fix and flip if that's your thing. Then diversify by taking whatever money is left over and putting 75% into a stock index fund and 25% into a bond fund and let them compound and do not touch it until after retirement. Also make it a habit to give 10%. I know a lot of people don't like giving to churches, so give mm -hmm. to your favorite charities. I like to give to a charity in San Diego called Just Because, um, because they basically, um, give 100% of the proceeds to foster children and homeless children and children in need. And they stretch your dollar and they are constantly showing you what your money is doing on Facebook. And that's just because sd.org. I also love to give to another one called charitywater.org where 100% of the proceeds are used to make sure every single person on the planet has access to clean water because believe it or not, there are so many people who don't have access to this luxury. We don't even think about. Hmm. Um, so that's what I would do. Spoken like a true entrepreneur. I love it. You say you would make my family a hundred percent happy. Like my mother and my brother would be like, yes, absolutely. She's absolutely right. My family invests in uh, real estate. So they do a lot of flipping or, I think my mom did a few pieces in her life, but she's pretty much retired now. My brother just continuously does it. I'm super proud of him too. And it's like, you know, they're always like, go, go buy a piece of property. And I'm like, okay, in due time, let me just get this stuff that I'm working on off the ground. And, and then I will yeah. invest as, as Jessica has, uh, has so led us to, uh, to understand what to do with money. So 
Well, thank you so much, Jessica, for coming in on the show today and for joining me and sharing these amazing tips on how to be a gold digger or goal setter in 2020. Well, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. And I hope that you guys don't get inundated with everything that I said, but you know, you can always follow me on Instagram at just believe in yourself. You can also see me on Facebook. It's uh, just my name, Jessica Marie Gutierrez. And hopefully I can continue inspiring you, helping you and giving you any resources that you need to make all of your life dreams come true. Thanks for tuning in to Empowerment and All That podcast with your host, Rita Bautista. Want to help me grow the listener tribe? Make sure to subscribe to this podcast and follow us on Instagram and Facebook under Empowerment and All That. And remember, keep it positive or don't keep it at all. It's probably been about 25 years since you've heard that sound, but that's how long it's been since lawmakers passed comprehensive internet regulations. That's why Facebook supports updated regulations on the internet's most pressing challenges, like passing a federal data privacy law and reforming Section 230 to set standards for the way larger tech companies enforce rules about content. Learn more about Facebook's progress and see what's next at about.fb.com regulations.